Welcome to the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast with me, Amy Bajada. Join me and other business owners as we explore the art of being in business and challenge that notion that our financial numbers are boring. On today's episode, I'm joined by the beautiful Verena White from Enzo Kinesiology and Lifestyle Solutions. Verena, a kinesiologist and transformational facilitator, helping clients find understanding from their life experiences and healing through connecting with their inner wisdom. It's been a long time coming, Verena, but thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Yes, we've had a few hiccups, but it was all divine timing. We made it. We sure did. We sure did. First off, I'd love to have a chat about the services that you currently offer, whether they be pre-pandemic and the formats that were being offered. Okay, so I work as a kinesiologist and, as you said, a transformational facilitator. So that's more my workshops and group gatherings. As a kinesiologist, I work with clients. It, it is for wellness and health. It is like I use a, um, a tool called muscle testing where I bypass the subconscious mind and speak to the subconscious, the, the innate knowing of the body. And as you said before, the inner wisdom that we all have. So bypass all our beliefs, our programming, our conscious, go straight to the subconscious and check where there's imbalances in the body. So this could be physical, nutritional, emotional, spiritual, or it could be all of the above. So people come to see me for a number of reasons, whether it's emotional issues, whether it's a lot of time physical issues, chronic fatigue, depression, anxiety, nutritional issues, you know, IBS or something like that. So it depends. Usually all of those challenges, health challenges, that they haven't been able to get any relief going to through the normal medical channels. So they're looking for something else. And it also might be people that are coming through transitioning periods in their life. Like they might be, so this is where the transformational aspects come in, where people are moving into new careers. They feel dissatisfied in their current relationships or what they're doing with their life. So they're looking at creating change and, and they just need some guidance and how to go to that next step. So that's a lot of times with the people that come to me are people that what's the next step? Where do I go from here? Or they feel like they have tried everything and don't know where else to go. So this is where we have to get back in contact with our innate wisdom and find out what is the next step? Where, where is the imbalance? You know, and I also work with the Chinese energy systems. So like the meridians and, and also the, the chakras. So where there's imbalances, that's where we work it out. And it could be, it's usually there's an emotional aspect to that. So sometimes in the organs, for example, there'll be an emotional aspect, like your lungs could be about grief. Your liver could have a lot of anger. So if you've got some liver issues, there could be some unresolved anger that you might need to deal with. So there's lots of metaphysical aspects that we look at as the body as a whole, not just us as a separate physical being, but an emotional, spiritual, all of the above. Wow. It sounds like you've definitely got your hands full. <laughs> deep, deep diving that much into somebody and all of what's going on inside. Sounds a little scary to me, but it sounds as though you've Oh, certainly... I guess it might. When I say it like that, it might sound overwhelming, but you know what? <laughs> it only, whatever comes up is only what you can deal with at the time. 
And when people come looking for help or guidance, they're ready to receive that information. I love ready, that. I love they're ready that. to know what the next step is. Like, they, I've tried everything. Why isn't this working? Or I've, you know, I, I need help getting to the next step. And often it will be about their belief systems and sabotage programs and our, our subconscious programs that have maybe kept us stuck, maybe have not enabled us to move forward. And once we have awareness about that, you know, the path becomes a lot clearer. Yeah, and sometimes it just takes that opportunity to, I guess, dissect that. And we don't naturally dissect that, I don't think. So it's really great that you've got programs like this for us to be mm. able to to really delve deep whilst it does sound scary because <laughs> I don't know what oh. is in myself subconscious and I'm a little concerned about that side of it but yeah I get like I, get I the said moment. it will only what will show up will only be what you can deal with mm. at the time and it might be just clearing your resistance to the next step and that basically could be it so it yeah. doesn't have to be scary if you Maybe my explanation went into too much detail, which is what we go into, all of the above. But it is about really simply clearing the resistance that's preventing you from achieving your goal, whether it be health, career, financial, relationships. There's something that's preventing you from moving forward. And, And sometimes we need to skip the symptoms, which is the physical body, and go straight to the source, which is our subconscious mind. You know, our subconscious mind is there to keep us safe. And often safety is not necessarily the best step for us. It's just doing what we know. Sometimes we need to expand that out a little bit and do something different. And that is scary (laughs) to some people. (laughs) Oh, look, it's only fearful because I pretty, you know, I can see what's underlying in my subconscious. So doing that work will... (laughs) will be enlightening as well as a little bit confronting, I'm assuming, to some degree. But so do you offer, you offer these sessions one-on-one, I'm assuming? I do one-on-one. Us. So, yes, pre-pandemic, one-on-one, face-to-face. But as I'd spoken to you previously, I wanted to transition to doing a lot more online. Obviously, that expands my services to see people outside of my local area. So since then, yes, I have offered my services online and promoted myself, not greatly, but a little bit to do, to because I can do one-on-one, which some people will find, how would I do that? But that's, I guess that goes to another level where I can do muscle testing on myself to test for someone else. So, okay. so I can or still do the same process be it that I might not be able to touch the body physically, as far as awareness and being able to give the client feedback and understanding of their situation, it is all the same. Yeah, and I I guess we live in a fortunate age and we have spoken about this a lot in both Mm. our businesses in terms of that transition online. We live in a fortunate stage in our lives where a pandemic like this doesn't necessarily have to debilitate the services that we offer which is really fantastic there's been a delay I guess in in you getting online but we're we're forced at this point in time to at least consider and you you talk a little bit about it being more than just pandemic related It, it now actually allows you to expand like you said your network and the people who can actually have access to your services so it's it's one of those things that you did talk about 
pre-pandemic yes but that now becomes a result of the times that we're living in which is really fantastic for you and i guess the thing now is to educate not only my current clients but future clients and and other people that these facilities this kind of help this kind of therapy is available online especially if people don't want to go out to clinics or see people face-to-face, if there's still that, and especially people that might be high risk, this is to let them know that they don't have to suffer in their home, that these, these services are available online. And I guess post-pandemic, it is looking at, um, as I said before, I did workshops, which is sort of more the transformational facilitating part of my role, Workshops might not seem like the best option at the moment. So I think people, especially with everyone using Zoom, there's now an opportunity to open up to a community online through Zoom, through Facebook groups and things like that. So that's where I look like I'm going to, I'm heading for sure. Yeah. And and like you said, it's it's beyond that. So our pandemic is going to last for a lot longer. And I know that. And even if we're allowed to congregate inside or we're allowed to have people around us, there's still going to be, like you said, that level of, you know, change in the way people perceive certain services. Yeah. Can I ask those that you have worked with online or those that have at least inquired online about your online services, I apologize, how are they receiving that change given that what you do offer is such a personable and like you said, a bit of a hands-on kind of... I think they're really surprised with the result at the end because they feel the same, they feel lifted, they feel lighter, they still have the same end result. And I guess the benefit also being in their own home, they're in their own environment to to let the session calibrate afterwards and maybe feel like they once, I think the initial thing, if you're not used to being on a screen, you may feel a bit um, exposed. But once that passes, then you actually have the safety of being yourself in your own environment, you know, without feeling like, oh, I've got to hop in my car now and I've got to get myself together. You could just go down. Sometimes when people finish a session, they might just need a big glass of water and to lie down, you know, and just, and doing an online session, they get that availability and they don't have the stress of getting there and driving back. And, you know, so it actually offers convenience. And I myself, I see different kinesiologists. Sometimes I feel like I need a face-to-face. And then there's another kinesiologist I see who is, an hour and a half away from me. So I have my sessions online with her. And so I do it myself, not only, you know, so when I need to see someone, I, I have been seeing someone online for two years. Yeah. And it is the same result. You do get sometimes a little more out of it because you, you know, they send through notes and you can have a conversation, you can record them. So you hear what people are saying, so you can go back to it, you know, because sometimes things come up in the session that, you were, oh, what did they say again? Or you need to remember it. So there's lots of benefits to changing the business model. I was going to actually ask, so that's from your client's perspective. What about from your perspective as a business owner? You know, you've been running your business successfully for some time now, making this change and changing this type of platform. How's that 
been in your business, the challenges of even just developing technical knowledge around certain programs that you need? How has that been for you as a business owner? Definitely needing to upskill, still in the process (laughs) of that. And I have taken the isolation period as a time to commence that. I'm not saying I've finished it. I'm, I'm definitely doing it. Like it is, you know, there's a whole aspect of funnels and Facebook groups and advertising, (laughs) which I haven't put it out there as yet, but learning before I do it. Once you actually get into it, though, it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And what I've learned through like working with you and in our group, the networking group is that there's always people to ask for help. Yeah, and outsourcing and, you know, there's so much available online. And I was lucky enough to do a life coaching course, um, the magnetic mind coaching that offered a whole sort of subjects on how you set yourself up online. So, so I actually had access to that material, but I, I see it online all the time, people offering services and webinars and you know, the information is there if you want to look for it. We, we do, we live in such high, high access to all types of information. I, you know, I grew up in my business career where you held things very, very close to your chest and you weren't going to give away what you knew unless people paid for it. It's not like that anymore. And, you know, even myself, I've had to recondition myself to some degree on the fact that if I'm not the one giving the information, they're going to get it from somewhere else. And, you know, even just like what you're saying, learning different skills about different programs and products that are available to you, a lot of people are offering them as services but mm. we can find information online. It's now, it's now us tapping into the experts' advice to then pay for those services and, and get a little bit more information, I guess. But it's been great that you have had access to that. Yeah, and there's what I have found, there is a lot of free information. Yeah. And you don't need to start off big. I mean, I'm probably going to, you know, the next workshop I do will be an online course So I'll start off emailing my current clients and I'll start off by doing Facebook ads and things like that. I'm not sort of taking over the world. Like I'm just probably starting (laughs) with what feels comfortable. And I guess that'll have the most impact for you. If you're doing what you feel comfortable with and doing it well, it's going to have the biggest impact for your business for sure. And, you know, challenges, yeah, like doing Facebook videos and yes, but I guess that's what I do for a living is help people remove their resistance. I had to do that with myself yeah. too <laughs> because it was a resistance. Oh, I don't want to, you know, because like yourself, I, I was sort of, as much as I've been acting in social media, very more as an observer than participating so much. So now it is to be the sort of term influencer or something doesn't necessarily sit with me but I understand there is like I have information that I can offer people and and there's going to be a market or you know a group of people that will be ready to receive that and be open to it and I'll be a good person for them to to receive it by like maybe I'm the voice that they need to hear like I I do believe there's there's people for everybody. Yeah. And even if it is the same information than someone else, you might be a better fit to that person than they are, even though you are teaching the same thing. Especially from a service perspective, I find, you know, and I even see this in my own career that there's no cookie cutter 
mold that's going to actually suit everybody's needs. And in your industry, it'll be exactly the same, the way you deliver it and what you have to say about it. Whilst the teachings fundamentally are the same, they're done differently. They're delivered differently. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still very going to be personal. Like my Mm. services are still very much one-on-one. And also I think the benefit of like creating a Facebook group and a, a group where people can come together is it, it's more cost effective and it's more convenient. Like I was running a book club a couple of years ago and it was a spiritual book club. And as great as the information was to get people to leave their homes and come, especially mums, like, you know, at nighttime, it's not always going to work. Whereas like being part of a, a group, one, they can, you know, sometimes it's cost, you know, if there is a fee, definitely less than what it would be to see me one-on-one. One-on-one, yeah. And there's still the chance to communicate as a community, share information, learn from others who are going through similar experiences. And um, I think we've talked before, like, you know, there's different levels. Like the people that would come and see me would be, one type would be someone starting on their journey. Yeah. So they might want to know what it's about first and doing sort of videos and Facebook groups and information online gives them that knowledge before they want to invest in seeing someone one-on-one. And like you said before, it may seem scary to someone Mm. until they actually have a look at the work and realise that it isn't like that at all. You know, and then find like-minded people. Oh, they're going through the same thing that I'm going through. And you can share information, which I think is so beneficial, especially in this time where people are going, everyone's going through their own individual situation, you know. So being isolated brings up so many different things. People are going through issues financially. Maybe their work hours have been reduced or maybe they've lost their job. So there's being stuck at home with children or or spouses that you hadn't spent a lot of time with for a long time. (laughs) might could bring up things. Which is why it worked in the first place. No, I'm joking. I guess for me and the thing that I developed through the whole isolation thing was this, you know, there was an element of questioning certain decisions that I would probably have never questioned before, you know, whether that be about developing something new in my business or the way I created something new. Yeah. Even just little decisions that I was making, you found, I I certainly found, and I I don't know if a lot of people went through this where they just kind of hit a wall and thought, well, I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing. So having a community where they could tap into, and like you said, like-minded, and it doesn't even have to mean that they're all in the same industry or doing the same thing. It's just they're at that same stage where they can get the information they need and talk to other people that are actually going through the same sort of, or maybe be able to find what somebody's going through something very similar and be able to have that discussion. People have had to look at their businesses and work really differently. I, I have a a friend in Brisbane who worked in restaurants, her husband was a chef, yeah. and they have now, they started their own catering business. Yeah. They delivered food to homes. I and, love these stories. And I love this. I just think that is so amazing because it's like, where can I find the opportunity in this situation? And sometimes that might be really difficult to find and maybe the opportunity might be just rest or reflection or maybe it is now I have time to look at that business project or that thing I wanted to change in my business. Now I, I either am being forced into it 
or I have time to develop it. Yeah. And Either I, I've way, heard a lot of like that. It's like expanding or growth. And that is what we're here for. I just, I love hearing good stories like that where, you know, out of the depths of what we're going through, to be able to hear that business owners have either created something new for their businesses or developed their new path or even went down the path they'd been wanting to go down for such a long time, even like we talk about going online for our own businesses, mm. you know, just being able to evolve. We're not going to have a time like this, I don't think, in our lifetime again where we're going to be able to have that moment of reflection and develop and strategize and think about home lives, think about business and develop our business in that way again. So it's really yeah. great to hear great stories like that, that. And I think to get a chance to pause and reflect and say, how do I want my life to be different or how do I want it to look like moving forward? This is a wonderful opportunity or has been, you know, now as we move back into social integration I don't know what we can call it but yeah. as we move into that maybe we've already made decisions or maybe when we start moving into it we decide we don't want things to be as they were yeah. and that is a good thing because it's when we change when we expand and grow it's not thinking about I want things to be like they were but to see how can I create something different because in the past if we're looking backwards we don't go anywhere yeah and so I, I often I often said to a lot of business owners at the beginning of all of this, you know, where there was a little bit of a scurry and a little bit of panic around what am I going to do if my business doesn't survive or how do I look at this differently? And the one thing that kept coming up for me in particular was exactly what you said. When do you ever get to hit pause? When do you ever get a moment to take a really deep breath and say, well, what would I do? You know, often we would yearn for that moment I certainly did prior to the pandemic to go, gosh, if I only just had five minutes to sit down and rationalize mm. whatever it was that I needed, and then we had it. So it was really good from that perspective. But it, it's great to hear that there are services out there that can do that on an ongoing basis and it doesn't take yeah. a pandemic to be able to do that. And I think what you're offering is that ongoing clarity that so many business owners could certainly need and and continue to need because now like you said with that social integration about to happen again we're going to be on this wheel again and we're going to be on it pretty quickly especially because the switch yeah. was flicked quicker than we all thought it was going to be I it think. was yeah i think so and i think it is about being flexible and how how do i deal with change quickly which is not always comfortable for people no. at all. Like as I was talking about before with our subconscious mind, our main state is to keep safe. How do we keep safe? We do what's always been done. So now we're put into a position that this has never happened before. No. Whatever it is. Like so how do I deal with that? So everyone's getting things that are brought up. And so this is why probably a service like me is perfect in this time because I can help people find clarity. What was, you know, what triggers are coming up? Where where do you see yourself going? I mean, things are going to change and I guess you either be flexible or you push against it and that's when pain, you, there's nothing good pushing against something that is inevitable. You will, you will have pain or suffering. So you can either change through joy and expansion or, as I say, you can 
change by being pushed through it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and look, we we had to we had to shake off the change in the beginning when this first all happened, and just as much we've got to shake off the isolation. We've got to. You know, we we talked recently about the fact that there's that cloudiness sometimes, and the the juices aren't flowing because there's the the pressure's not there, the mm. the wheel isn't turning the way it used to turn, and that's affected a lot of business owners. It's affected a lot of the motivation of a lot of people. So, you know, we need to start to shake that off again. Yeah, I, I was into... thinking about that conversation too, and I'm thinking, is that our own? sort of sabotage that we distract ourselves with what needs to be done now and when what needs to be done now doesn't need to be done and we have time to look at new things new opportunities it's like oh i don't want to do that that's, that's my la- that's my laundry motto that's that's my laundry I, think, motto. I think i have to say one i just like i'll just close that door <laughs> it's such a powerful tool the door on the laundry is such a powerful tool to just get on with your day but I tend to agree. There's, I think there's a level of self-sabotage in there from a, you know, it's, it's almost like that too hard basket when we don't have motivation as well. It doesn't have to be a difficult task. The difficult task, I guess, is now just being able to keep going. And, and I, fall under, I fall under that so, so much, but I'm aware of it. I'm not sort of deflecting. Yes, I thought, yes, I'm exactly that's what I'm doing. I'm sabotaging myself or I'm just, you know, and you mentioned in the meeting the other day, and I think it's true to set one to three things that you need to achieve by the end of the day. Even if it's just two, the three smallest things. smallest of things. The smallest yeah. things. And it is, it will help you feel like you're achieving something. And that is, I think I've, I've heard that from lots of different people. I think there was one about, there was a army, it was a YouTube video and he talks about the importance of making your bed oh, in yes. the morning and that if you make your bed, at least at the end of the day, you've completed and achieved one thing. <laughs> you were successful at one thing, you made your bed. So when you come home after a terrible day, you've got that nice bed to go back to. But hopefully we can do more than just make our bed but um, but like I said even in that conversation I I'm a firm believer that if we set that one task even if that one task is to send out one email that we needed to respond to or reply Mm. to more often than not whilst we're sitting at our desk doing that we're going to find that we're going to tackle a few more things yeah but even if we don't at least we're not going to beat ourselves up because we actually sat there to do that one thing. And so if we achieve that one thing, great. If we achieve more, we feel more satisfied. Better. Yeah. Like, you know, we haven't, you know, beat ourselves up about not getting anything done, but even if it's just that one thing, two things, three things, action has happened. And then it does create that sort of endorphin. Yeah. And the momentum that, oh, okay, I can do this rather than putting it away like I just don't want to deal with that right now and sometimes you will feel like that but then the next day is different don't be worried about what's happened the day before yeah I totally agree I totally agree so I just did the yeah I just did the 12 part series on the laws of karma which I did a, a podcast with with Mick in February um from Solar's Wellbeing but also did 12 videos on each law of karma, which is all about action. Yeah. And it was great for me too about conscious action. Why? And this can be in any aspect of our life. And when we forget the word karma, but if you just think about what action steps, why we do what we do, 
when we think about the action steps we take, it does create momentum. It's not being in the past. It's always looking forward. What next step? What is the, my next step that I have to take? That is going to make me feel better. There's another, oh, I think she's a coach, Mel Robbins, and she talks about the five-second rule. Oh, yes. Of like getting up in the morning, like five, four, three, two, one, and just get out and don't press snooze and just do that one thing that makes you, you know, turn off that part in your brain that actually starts to sabotage and sort of turn snooze, roll over, do this, do something that bypasses your usual programming. And and, and you find that in the end it becomes a habit. It just yes. becomes a habit if you're able to program your brain that way and I think that's what we need to get to especially coming out of this for sure yeah so especially if we're working from home now if that has changed if we've for our businesses if we have to do new things to create that it's like it is creating new habits because the old way or the old program you know isn't there anymore that's it and we've just got to embrace that. Mm. There's no point, like you said, there's no point pushing against it. It's just the way we've got to embrace it. Or waiting for things to return. I think that, well, yeah, waiting for things to return the same would be a mistake. I, I often liken that type of thinking to when you hold on to a pair of jeans, for example, when you've put on weight, right? <laughs> yeah. And you hold on to those jeans thinking that as soon as I lose the weight, I'm going to wear them again. So all of a sudden your wardrobe then becomes this consolidated mess of all these things you're going to wear when you lose weight. But the one thing we neglect to remind ourselves is that when we do lose weight, our tastes may have changed. And I think it's exactly the same here, that we need to understand that there's no point holding on to the way things were when we do come out. And even if it's, there are certain things that are going to look the same, like we can get out now, we can go to pubs, we can go to clubs, we can go have a meal, we can do whatever we like. It's going to be so different the way we do business, the way we interact with other people. So throw the jeans out, shake it off and understand that there's a different world waiting out there. Well, I'm going to throw some things out today now that you've reminded me of that. <laughs> I have been waiting for that so i need to get rid of them there you go clear your mindset do it all do it all completely but yeah. it's great to hear that you're now transitioning to online i'm so excited because i think it's a really great platform for what you do i think that a lot more people need to have access to you and your services and you can only spread yourself so thin so yeah. I, I can see the real benefits well i had some great experiences in isolation while i was studying i got to do some training and do sessions like online healings and balances with people overseas like in america it was fantastic so rewarding and I loved it and it was because it, it, it is a different medium for me. The response what people got out of it was was more than and just as good as a face-to-face -face session and to work with people internationally felt huge like it really lifted my heart like it just you know I felt very expanded as you would like just that I've got far reach now like you know I can actually help people all over the world if they wish or mm. if they're aligned to what I what I'm doing so it did open up a whole new whole new window whole new door that I think yeah I'm not just in my local area I'm not just so I'm can actually be anywhere which yeah. 
is pretty pretty wonderful when you think about it and a lot of businesses will have that opportunity yeah and i think that's it's so exciting to hear that that volume in your voice that passion and the ability to be able to increase your footprint that way i think yeah when you're passionate about what you do and you have such an amazing service it's going to be great that you can expand your repertoire you know i used to get excited when people used to come from the other side of town to see me which i still get excited <laughs> about now it is expanding and you know to, to feel like you are of service to people in a in a greater community like a global community is so rewarding well i know i've certainly been blessed with having you walk into my world and oh thank you <laughs> it's it's been amazing and I've learned so much about myself definitely think a lot more people need to just have a conversation with you so I want to thank oh, wonderful. you wonderful thank you so, so much, much Amy I appreciate that I love being on this platform and talking to you and the benefits of community I realize is just wonderful when you're with like-minded people can share ideas stories you can help people move through not only their business, but whatever they're going through. And I think the group that you've created in our community has been wonderful. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, well, we sure. come together and it's it's fantastic. So, But thank you, Verena, so much for sharing your wisdom, your time and some of where you're headed, which is so exciting for your future and your business. So, And I'm excited for people who have the opportunity to, like I said, just have a conversation with you. So thanks again joining me on my thank podcast. you and yes i am available for conversations if people are unsure about what is involved with a session with me they can you know i offer a 15 minute free discovery call that they can just ring me up and have a chat talk about where they're at and what the best next step is for them as far as you know a session or maybe a group environment and all the online stuff that's coming and all they the can do from the comfort like, of their home. <laughs> and a lot of sort of free online material I'm going to put out to help people as well. Oh, thanks again, Verena. Everyone should definitely get behind you. You've got some really amazing wisdom to offer. So oh, thank you, Amy. Excited. Thanks so all much. Right. Speak to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next week.